Yeah, yeah, yeah. What's going on, y'all? It's your boy Marcus King, and welcome to another episode of Let's Talk Ish. It's a special edition. It's Friday, so we're here today to give y'all guys something or that, that Let's Talk Ish banter. Y'all know how we do it. Unfortunately, due to certain situations, maybe couldn't be here today. So we're gonna we're gonna keep it live for him today. We're gonna do his little wavy quote with his hands. He's like, you know how you however he says his hands be up. But you know, we we missing our brother today, but the show never ends on that matter. So we got the queen of the show. You know who it is. Miss B in the house. Yes, sir. So when we recorded our last episode, uh yeah, we had got an interesting email. Now, this email came in at 9.40 p.m. while we were still recording. Okay. So I happened to stroll across this email. And for all y'all that write into the show, I want to try to understand. Please write into the show at Let's Talk Ish Podcast, the number three, at gmail.com. That's what we, we appreciate everybody who writes into the show. We definitely write. So I'm going to read this email from a, a gentleman by the name of Carmichael. The name just sounds fucked up. Sorry, Carmichael. Well, Carmichael must watch the show because he actually wrote into the show. So <laughs> we're gonna I'm gonna read his email. So it says, okay, my name is Carmichael, and I'm a and I'm a and I am in a huge dilemma. I am a 37-year-old man who has been married for seven years. I have two kids and one on the way. But me and my, but on me and my wife's anniversary, I found myself sleeping with my wife's brother. I have found myself in an emotional yet really sexual relationship with him. And I really don't know what to do. I love my wife and my kids and I don't want to lose my wife. But yet I'm in love with my wife's brother. My wife has already asked me about it and I don't know how to come out. What should I do? Damn it, Wavy. <laughs> we needed you for this one. But what we're gonna do is listen. Uh, uh, we're not even gonna. I'm not even gonna go into this conversation with this one. Why not? Because it's not He's really asking. It's not really much we can tell this man. Honesty is the best policy. If your wife has already asked you this question, and you say your wife has already asked you about it, have a conversation with your wife. Sit down and have a conversation with your wife. How do you tell your wife? I'm banging your brother. Or that you're interested in men? I mean... Fuck the men part. You're screwing the brother. Her brother. Mm. That's the situation where... Uh, they... Loco LaRoe said, wait a minute, he needs to tell her. Mm, but she already knows because she's already asking questions. When a woman asks questions because she already knows. So just be honest with her. I, I agree. Honesty is the best just policy be in this situation. There's no way around that one. Mm. You're going to have to be honest. You're going to have to come out. And like I said, I wish and hope that you don't lose your family over this one, my brother. Well, but you are. But you are. Teach his own. You, you never know. The wife no, may. No, you are. The wife may turn no. around and say she wants to stay. No, no, no. She's no. What you mean? How, you can't no. speak for her. Trust me, no. Especially it's her brother. No, no. You can't speak for her. She's not going to. You know what? You know what that? Wow. As a woman. So you said tell her the truth before anyone else does, or she the finds brother. out in a way. He don't want her to. I have a friend. Her brother already told her. She said, "You feel? You think her brother already told her?" Oh yeah. 
How far they already told them? It's it's already a it's already a messy situation for them to get with. Mm. Coco LaRosa hiding it isn't gonna make it better. It's not. Um, mm-hmm. Coco LaRogue said women intuition is a motherfucker. Ain't it? It sure fucking is. Tala, tell your wife. Just confirm it. Yes, please. <laughs> just, confirm it. Just like I said, you this this there's things for there's things called counseling. You guys can have marriage counseling. I don't think that's gonna help in that situation. You, it's different, it's different if he would have slept with somebody outside. The fact of her not knowing who the person was, then maybe there's a possibility of it getting fixed. But the fact that you already know who it is and it's something close to home, it's your sibling. Yeah, there's no fixing that. But you, there's no fixing it. Family gatherings, visits, there's no fixing it. Every time you look at your brother, you're gonna look at your brother for fucking your husband. Every time you look at your husband, you're gonna look at your husband for fucking your brother. It's just it's not gonna work. This okay. This, okay, I think I, I have to disagree with you on that. The reason why I say I disagree with Coco you on this Rogue one. said, no, that's playing victim by going to therapy. It sure is. But you got to say, okay, but, best, but you have people who have who have had infidelity sleeping with a man have some, or with a woman's sister. You understand what I'm saying? And they have went to counseling and other things. Every relationship is different. So for that individual, Mm-mm. counseling may help them. It may help her. You never know. Go for it, but it's gonna be a waste of money. I would, I would, I would give you the positive rule. I would tell you, listen. Be honest with your wife. Coco Larosa needs to be a sat down and honest conversation. There you go. Have an honest conversation. Be honest, and if you at that point, if you feel that um, counseling and therapy will, Might you know, help will help you guys, then I feel that that'd be the best avenue to go. But you no, know, there, there are children involved. And there's one on the way. So, like I said, that's a that's a bigger picture. Mm-hmm. So always look at the bigger picture and say for yourself, like, you know, what's at so stake. So you would here. say if your significant other was saying they're banging your sister. Say what? Who? All right, then. Say what? Case closed. Marcus King answer that question. I just said what? say what? That, that that would never happen for my sister. So. Oh my God! But I'm just saying, like, you gotta put yourself in his shoes. How will you go to counseling? Will you sit there and try to make it work? If I wanted to, yeah, I would have. If, if I really care about my sibling ever that way, said it will also scar her. It is. Yeah, but if I care about my sibling ever that way, and I wanted to make things work, and we have a family already Coco established, Rose said because there's kids involved, therapy won't help. It's not. That's what I'm saying. It's not. Everybody has their own opinion, and he he could be right, but we're not them. We're not you're Carmichael. Right. We're not his wife, so we can't say we can only speak our own opinion. And you're right. It may not work. It may work. We don't know how their dynamic is. Right. But at the end of the day, their dynamic. Is what we have to give them the best possible solution that to say. Mean that there's kids in the situation, they're going to be damaged as well. They sure are. If the kids don't, there's, there's such things called damage control. So, so you're not going to let your kids know. You won't. If on. if you if some some parents they handle things as adults. They don't they don't interfere and bring the children into. You're it. right, but kids, you see, and this is what a lot of adults don't understand. Kids are not stupid. Kids will pick up when there's an issue and there's a problem. You can sit there and it could be just you and your significant other sitting there trying to speak about whatever the case is, arguing whatever the case is. Do not think that your children don't know what's going on. First of all, we don't know how old the kids are. You're right. We don't know. So we but can, even so young this, kids, kids in general will always sense and will always know. If they, if, they hand, if they handle the situation appropriately, and some parents handle the situation appropriately. Some parents handle situations where they do damage control, where it's left amongst them. Where it does not affect the children in any form of fashion, they make sure of that. 
So we don't know. Like I said, we don't know their family dynamic. We don't know that. Well, Trini says she already knows. Um, she's wants him. To, she wants yeah. her. She wants him to tell her the truth. Just no, we, we understand that she wants him. We talking about now, as far as the children are concerned, that where it, if it's not affected, if it does not get to the children, it's not affecting the children, and they still can maintain that sense of what do they call it? That sense of how was what's the word? Where where they, where they where they agree with where they're cordial around each other, mm-hmm. right? If they can continue to be cordial around each other without it being an issue, then it won't it won't transcend so the kids will be worried about okay, what's going on with mommy and daddy? Right. At the situation that it is, they can make they can nip that situation in the butt and, and do what they gotta do mm-hmm. so where it doesn't affect their family. And if it comes to a point where they can't work, then they can have that conversation later and say, listen, mommy and daddy are not going to, you know, we decided to take a break or daddy's going to live over here. Mommy's going to live here. Mm-hmm. I still see you guys. We don't know that. We're, we don't know their dynamic. Right. So I'm not, we, not, we can't sit here and speculate, oh, it's not going to work. She's just going to get believed. We can't says, speculate. Um, Copa LaRose said it'll be hard if the kids have a good bond with their dad. It would be. That's what I'm saying. Every parent, every every family has to do, a, has to do damage control. Because you don't want it to get out of hand. You're right. It's already a messy. It's already a messy situation to begin with. You don't want it to get out of hand even further, especially when now the kids can be. You know, kids see this and they're, oh, but that's my uncle, that's my dad, that's nasty. Blah 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 blah. Uncle the road said it's going to be the kids looking at daddy as banging uncle, and that's a no no. But like I said, Carmichael, be honest with your wife. Seek counseling if need need be. Yeah. Focus on what what makes the the best decision for your family and for your children. I wish you the best. We all wish you the best, even for Wavy, you know, figure it out. Yeah. We can't, we're not therapists. We only give you our points of views. So we 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 want to make that opinions. We want to make we want to make this very clear. Myself, Miss B and Wavy when he's um Wavy when he's here. We only can give y'all guys our point of view. We're not therapists, but we are relatable to other people that's out there. So we we want you guys to understand that we're not telling you, oh, this is going to happen. We not we can't give you the answer to say, oh, this is a surefire way. This is going to work. No, we're just speaking on our path to help to give you some kind of insight that may help you make a decision on your own. But overall, the overall decision is yours. So, like I said, we wish you the best. Now on to today's show. Um, we had a lot of. Um, this was a question that. Was actually came in from one of our female viewers who asked to be anonymous. So she asked this question. So a lot of women who have been in this situation will probably chime in on on this conversation. And it's a very touchy subject. Is it hard to leave a domestic violence relationship? So is it easy or is it hard? And like I said, I'm I'm a guy who, who has never been that type of man to beat on women, whatever the case may be. So I can't, from my standpoint, I think any man who hits on a woman in that in that fashion needs his ass whooped. I, I, and that's just me. You, need, you know, kids are. But I think... Trini said yes. It would be hard. Okay. So, I mean, like I said, this is for this is topics for women that... Uh, and Coco LaRoe said no. It's just common sense to leave. Well, I would disagree with you because, okay, and I'm going to disagree with you for that comment because I did my homework and my research on this. And it states that 65% of women today are in domestic violence relationships. They just have, A, have never reported it. B, they're afraid to. 
See, they have um, see they have children with the person that that they're being abused by, and D, they don't feel that there's no way out. So I do. Trini said um, it's hard for some females because even though they want to leave, that's all they know. So I so on on that note, I don't know who the person was. Coco Laro. Coco I disagree with you on that because statistics show that majority of people in relationships today, from the ages of 25 to 40 and, and and that's not even a count that's not even a bracket of teenagers that are in relationships with their own age group they just gave this the synopsis of 25 to 40 65 percent of people within those age groups are in dv um, relationships and that's a big portion 65 percent that's 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 a high that's a high ass number so that means out of a hundred percent you you, you put I don't know how to say their name, but it kind of said, depending on how much control the partner has over them. Not really. So I think that's what that is. Um, but in the same situation, I think it is hard to leave a domestic violence because you, like I said, that person is in fear of what can happen to them at any point in their time in their life. I feel a person who and as I just say, I'm gonna speak to any man out there. I'm I'm not even gonna touch on to that one. I mean, Miss B, you can chime in. I was waiting for you to let me chime in because you were just oh, so I, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I let you. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Do you? No. Huh. Like I said, it is hard. It's hard to leave when you're in that. Coco LaRoque said, "Okay, so having having a kid with them would one would have you want to protect your child from the trauma that you experienced because you're scared to leave. You're scared to leave. You're scared that you're might." You're scared that if you make that decision to leave, mm-hmm. you might not survive and your child might not have a mother. So that's what happens. Have, do you know anyone who's ever been in that situation? Or, and I mean, I don't want you to put their business out there, but how do they how do they handle that situation though? Like what? Like I mean, did they did they ever confide in you or was you like like how did how did they get out of if they did get out of that situation? How did they get out of that situation? they had to think about their lives um their future mm-hmm. you know and at that time the person didn't have kids so it was more of if i want a future to have kids and i want to live a long life i have to get out of the situation but what but what at that point what strikes that to be when you're tired of looking at the bruises okay when you're tired of the busted lip and the black and blues all over the body you it's like enough is enough when you're when you run out of excuses. And who and, who, and whose excuses for yourself or the excuses are for other people? Yourself, because you always you know he didn't mean it. He's sorry. He said he loves me. So what you said yes, you may be right, but sometimes, but leaving can also put you and your child at, at harm. So staying yeah. is some sometimes is the way of protecting the kid. Exactly. Because there are some cases that the man does go crazy, find out where the woman is, kill a woman, and kill a kid, or just kill a woman. It happens. Mm-hmm. Is there is it like a control thing, like a power yeah, thing? It is for men. It is. So like, so these so these these so called I, I, I wouldn't would even call them men. I call them little boys. I wouldn't call them men. They have this thing where they wanted to feel inferior or, be, or, or feel powerful. Jealousy over. also plays a part of it too. So if a man is insecure mm-hmm. and a man sits there and looks at their woman and they see if their woman is beautiful, it ends up becoming an issue. It ends up becoming a problem. Mm-hmm. So out of jealousy, out of being insecure, out of 
control issues. That's what happened. Like, how do they, how do they get the help that they need? Like, how, like they have to be ready to go. They will have to be ready to leave that situation. If they are not ready to leave that situation, it doesn't matter what help you could get this person. They're not going to take it. Okay. But is it is it is it the fact that I'm being ashamed? No, it has nothing to do with being ashamed. Because I because from what I read, right, and so in the things that I've read, I read that some women are ashamed because they they blame themselves. They say it's their fault. If they, because if that's they how did, the men makes them feel. If they did, if they did, uh, like if they know he had a bad day, right? I'm just using an example. They know you said somebody had a bad day. If they know he had a bad day, uh-huh. they're not supposed to say this or say that. That would trigger him to now want to smack them hands. or. Yeah. But that, that I mean, I got. But you that. also got to understand too. Some of these women see that growing up. They see their mother sitting there getting abused by men themselves, so they think that's the way to go. So. So sometimes it's a pattern. So you think that's it's acceptable? Repeated. Like they, they they think that's the to it. If my mom went through it, and she loved my dad or she loved her husband, mm-hmm. and X Y and Z, then this is just the way it's supposed to be. Because from from when I what I researched and looked up, mm-hmm. it stated that uh, it, and that was one of the things they seen domestic violence growing up in a in a household. Mm-hmm. They seen it growing up in a home mm-hmm. where they felt that that's the only way for an individual to show them that they love them, mm-hmm. to show them that they care. And I'm going to say this, and we're going to move on to a, another topic, because mm-hmm. um, for any any gentleman out there, if you feel the need that you have to put your hand on a woman, quite frankly, my brother, you need, I'm not going to call you my brother, because niggas, people I know don't, don't put a hand on, on, on women, but you need to ask for you, you need to be tortured in all four forms of facets, because we came from women. You understand what I'm saying? You got a mother, you got a sister. And then the, the hypocritical thing and the contradiction that pisses me off is that the ones that do it, they'll be ready to go against somebody's head for them doing it to their mother, their sister, or their daughter, whatever the case may be. So what gives you the audacity to put your hand on another on someone else's sister, mother, daughter, aunt, uncle, whatever the hell the case may be? What gives you the right to do so? That's true. It, it, it just doesn't make sense. And at this point... It's like there's no excuse for that. There's no amount of things that a woman can actually do to piss you off or make you that mad that you have to physically harm a woman, especially a woman that you say you love. Love don't hurt in that in that magnitude. Mm-hmm. There's a you have you have especially when you have kids with them. How you like degrading that woman that you bear children with? Like what kind of nonsense is that? Like y'all make these excuses and y'all think that it's it's the right way to go, but. Nine times out of ten, y'all would never approach a man in that magnitude. Y'all would never. They would never bring a man. So it's like the the the. Or they get their ass beat. The, I wouldn't even say I wouldn't even say y- y'all got balls. So I mean y- y'all got your nuts tucked up in some way that y'all listen. I'll drag one of y'all, but that's just a different case in point. I just don't like shit like that. So y'all gotta g- g- get it together. But for anybody else, if you have a number, are you find for me? But hold on, give me one second while I Google it for you. But we on to another comment. <laughs> we on to another topic. I forgot I have only I have my laptop. So <clears throat> on to another topic. I will be providing before the show is over a domestic violence hotline for anyone who out there who is reaching for help, who needs help. I will definitely um get you guys any resources that you guys need. I know it's not an easy situation. 
I know it's not, oh, you can just get up and leave because I know from what I discovered, it's it's one of the hardest things that people have to go through and deal with the ordeal is very tragic. Or you could sit there and just email me directly because I do have a listing on TV hotlines, also suicide hotlines, you name it. That's the profession I'm in and that I do. So you can email me directly and I would get you to the proper definition. Can you please? Uh, what is it? <laughs> you gotta tell me your email. <laughs> oh, okay. I think is um, I'll type it up for you. At the, at the can, end. You, can you check on your email? Cause I know you got emails. Sorry, we're kind of off today cause we don't do shows so, on Fridays. So I, you notice I ain't got my laptop. I'm not prepared. So her email would be. It is called. Hold on. It's Miss B One. Let's talk ish podcast at gmail.com. So that's Miss B, the number one, let's talk ish podcast at gmail.com. So at the end of the show, we will give you a number and also reach out to her via email to where she will, um, like I said, give you guys all the resources that you guys need. It is completely confidential. She would not, she won't disclose your name or anything of that caliber. Um, I definitely appreciate that from people. Thank you. So moving on to moving on to the next com, com, um, conversation. Oh, thank you. So a hotline number for domestic violence would be 1-800-942-6906. Um, that number again is 1-800-942-6906. That is the New York State Domestic Violence and Sexual Violence Hotline. You can have it in English or Spanish or other multilingual multi-language that you speak. So it's all resources to help you guys out. Mm-hmm. Again, one more time, the number is 1-800-942-6906. So on to the next co- topic of tonight's show. Um, so could you continue to raise a child after you find out that he or she isn't yours? So this one goes That's for the men. Because yes, this one goes for the fellas. I was trying to figure that out. This one goes like that just won't go for because I had ladies. and the reason why I came up with this I got this conversation because a, a, a gentleman who I've I who wrote who actually wrote into the show as well um, came across to find out that a child that he has been um, raising for the past ten years is not his daughter at all. Um, he never questioned it, but um, certain situations arose and he found out that you know that this child is not his due to a letter that he found that his, at this time, at that point in time was his fiance. They're not no longer together. She wrote a letter to the other guy with the actual DNA um, paper stating that the child was the other gentleman and not his. So after 10 years, what do you do? I mean, you have been this child's father for the past 10 years. I feel personally, I would never walk away from that situation. And that's just me being a man. That's the way my mother raised me. It's like blood. I mean, people raise other people's children all the time. Whether it's blood does, blood does not make you a father. And it, it damn sure don't make you a, a key point factor in someone's life when you're raising that individual. It doesn't. Blood just shows that you have a, it shows you have a heart. It shows that you can make an impact on someone else's life. Whether they're yours biologically or not yours biologically, right. you can make an impact on that child's life. So I feel like this: 
just to answer his question, no, I wouldn't walk away. And I think you shouldn't walk away either. Continue being that father figure and show her what a real man is. Continue to be that 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 presence that she needs in her life moving forward to where she can understand that you are the person who set the tone for her to know what a man is supposed to be like. So when she goes and gets a, a, starts dating or gets a husband later on in life, she will look at say, the person has to be like my dad. Right. Because young women, they look at their dads to mirror what they will find later on in a, in a husband or... Well, sometimes they become their dad. Okay. I, I don't understand that one. <laughs> no, I say that because mm-hmm. I'm just like my dad. Okay. So literally every trait he has is, is all me. Like, I'm all him. So, yes, a woman when she grows up or a little girl when she grows up, they always say a girl falls in, what is it? A girl falls in love, I think it's four times throughout their lifetime or something like that. Okay. And what times is that? I think it's, is it four times or three? It's a saying that they have. When I remember the saying, I'll let you guys know. But it's just basically like a little girl will look up to her father and it's like she falls in love with her father. But not in that way. Just in the way of that when she gets older, That's any man that she's with, they have to be like her dad. So if her dad is a hard worker, he's... The examples. Right. Okay, I got you. So, you know, or they end up becoming their dad. I'm one that became my dad, so... And do you, and do you feel that becoming your dad, did you feel that that prepared you or helped you in your growing up or in yeah. your adult years? It like, a lot. So, when you, so now you, when you see it, when you come across a gentleman, you want that gentleman to be hardworking. Yes. I, I'm... I, Hardworking. Mm-hmm. Uh, my dad. My dad is a hard worker. My dad loves to work. He's like okay. a workaholic, and I get that from him because I'm like in twenty thousand things. Him and his wife have the best relationship. Like, okay. They're like the best of friends. So when I date somebody, that's what I look for. If I can't find some of those traits, because I'm not gonna say that a man is gonna have <clears throat> all the traits, okay. but at least some, then I just can't fuck with you. Okay. So I would say, so that was saying the same thing as for a guy who has a, who, for, who's raising a son, same way. You know, a guy looks at a, a female who resembles the, you know, the hard work and stuff like his mother. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why I always say to my lady the same way. When it comes to that, she reminds me of my mom, her hard work and everything else. And the same thing I said for my children, all four of them, like I make sure that they are, you know, I have children that are not mine biologically, but they are mine. You know, I, I, I have conversations with them as they are. You know, I have sons and I have daughters as well. And I sit there and I have these conversations with them to make them understand that this is what goes on in life. You know, you have to set a tone and set a precedent to where they understand right from wrong, left from right. And when they get to be older, they can take the wisdom that we set forth for them to become better I guess better than what we are. I guess that's the overall goal is to become better individuals than what we are. But like I said, for anyone out there who are who is raising a child that is not yours, or you find out blood don't change nothing, man. So always understand that blood doesn't make them any less yours. Blood doesn't change nothing. It's just that you have to be more of that child's. You know that you gotta be more focal on that on that to be. Uh, have an impact on that child's life at that point in time and continue to show them right from wrong, continue to make monumentous 
uh, points in their life to where they can reference back and say, you know what, my dad did this, or my stepdad did this, or, you know, my dad was there, but my stepdad did this, or, you know, I got the best of both worlds. I got a dad and a stepdad, you know? So just because you don't, just because one person don't do both, you can have the pleasure of having both. Because when you have single parent households, yeah, you, your mom may be with a guy, that's not your dad. But that 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 gentleman will take care of you the same way, even more, and vice versa. If you have a single father who has children, that woman will be outside of their mother will be that other mother figure to to those children. So, I think it works out both ways. Do you agree? I agree with you. So, I mean, like I said, I wouldn't change that situation for anything. So, on to the next conversation. <laughs> If your mate's body count <laughs> exceeded yours, would you leave him or oh, her? Fucking yeah. What you mean? Oh, fucking yeah. I'm off the boat. Wait, time, time out. Pineapples. Wait a down. minute. So you trying to tell me if you have, if you if, so if you ask your mate how many bodies does he have? That's why we're not together now. Let me stop. Oh shit. <laughs> Let me stop. So what's too many? I don't know. <clears throat> what's too many? You said you would leave, so what's too many? I don't know. So how you want more to say- than a hundred, more than fifty? That's too many, especially to who? Me. Nigga, to me. That means I could be walking down the street. Hey, girl, what's up? Be friends with somebody that you done fuck? Nah, mm mm Don't have time for that. I, that's 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 kind of contradicting, don't you think? No, because I could count on my hands how many partners I had. Somebody if my partner can't uh, count on his hands and his feet, and he still need extra hands and feet to count. We got a problem. How you got a problem? What does his past got to do with you? I don't know. I'm just talking shit. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. How does that person pass? Got what does that person pass got to do with you? Not a goddamn thing. So if that person came and said, "Look, I got I slept with thirty women in my entire." That's fine. As long as none of them are hopping out of the bushes, we're good. <laughs> what the hell you mean hopping out? Of, what did you get just hopping out of bushes? I don't know. Or? I thought about something. Sorry, I'm just off today. Today is Friday. Don't mind me. Yeah, but you, you, you got to focus. I can't. I got too much. My, my, well, we, you, know, we don't, you, got, you got to focus. It's Friday. So what that means? We do the show Saturday and Sunday. So like you, you, you kind of like do a wrench uh-huh. in what I'm doing. So right now my mind is somewhere else where it where, was your, mind, where your mind to needs be. to be here. It is here. No, it's not because you over there doodling. Don't worry it's, about what I'm doing instead, over of, here. instead of focusing, focus. My goodness, no body counts don't matter. It don't. Whatever happens in the past happens in the past before. Once me and you get together, that's it. It's like a clean slate. Oh. So. So. But what if? So let's say this. What if? What if in your mate's body count there was somebody that you knew? Okay. Would that matter? No. Okay. So what? What constitutes to say where is the double standard in this? Because they say no, there is a double standard. Well, yeah. From men to women. I think it should just go both ways. Can you focus and stop doodling? Like we people are on the camera watching us. Can you like focus, please? Come on, we have a show with you. It's Friday. Got you. I don't know if you got in the cup, but come on. Can we finish the show? Yes, we can, Mister. Thank you. Appreciate I'm it. I'm a little tired of that, but okay. Thank you. But not. It's 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 a different situation where I think the body count of other people it shouldn't matter as long as you 
that that doesn't continue while you're with the individual, it shouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. And, and that's just my, my personal take on that factor. Sit, you see in the mirror. Sit. You can see you through the mirror. Thank you. Can you get off your phone, Mr. King? No, I, actually, I can't. I'm sorry. Okay. So, anyway, back to the conversation at hand. So, what is the next conversation we have here? Okay, so, what is the situation that you try, what kind of, what is one of the situations that you avoid in your next relationship after, after a breakup? Like, what would you try to avoid making the same mistake again in the next relationship? Um, I don't even know. I would say, like, in my next relationship, if things are going left between me and my partner, if there's no communication mm-hmm. and he happens to step out, I'm definitely not forgiven. So, like, if he steps out and cheats and tries to come back, I'm not tolerating that in my next relationship. So that's something that you've dealt with yep. where... And I would never do it again. Okay. And why do you say that? Because I did that. I took back my partner. Mm-hmm. And I ended up getting fucked up there anyway. So I'm, I won't ever do it again. I would just leave it where, is it where it is. So I won't. So I think... But then I think like that everybody has the point where they say one bad situation can dictate your future. It sure can. And you agree with that. Mm-hmm. But don't we have a don't we have a ways where we can no. change that pattern? What you mean? When I say like when I say change the pattern, right? You said as you said before, you made cheat on you when you took him back, right? Mm-hmm. Who choice was it to take him back? It was my choice because I okay. was in love with him. Okay. So when so the heart makes you do things that you probably normally wouldn't do. You know what's crazy though? I think my next relationship, I probably it, it's gonna be hard for me to fall in love with somebody again. So you can control. So you can actually control. I don't think I will ever let it get to that point. Why? Because I won't. So, so be- what Trini said for me, it would be doing more than my partner is. Okay, and and Smooth Trini, why do you say that? But. So you will regret. So you will you will hold back from letting your heart love yep. or finding love yep. because of an, a situation that you have endured. Yeah. Do you so you, do you think that's fair to? I really don't care who you fear to. No, I'm asking you to fair to yourself. No, it is fair to myself. Okay. Because I don't have to go through the pain again. But don't don't you think? And this is me asking questions. Everyone go. Everyone goes through pain. Everyone does. It depends on the level of pain. Well, my ex partner really hurt me, so he um, made it very difficult for anybody else to come through. I don't know how to say their name, but they said um, putting more than you're getting back. You're like putting that's more a than big mistake too. I think a lot of people do that in relationship. A lot, I, I say, and I, I say, a lot of people put out more than they're getting back because that's just who they are as a person. I think more people tend to more people. I think relationships are are difficult to be to start with. Because you don't know how much to give, how how what not to give, what to do, how to do it. It's like relationships, relationships don't come with a manual. So it's like you're gonna you're gonna have your ups, you're gonna have your downs, you're gonna have your do's, you're gonna have your don'ts. 
But when you have those, is I think that's the point where mo- most people come into most people come into the situation where they bring old into new. Because as you just said, because of of your past situation, you won't love you won't love again. But then it's, it's like it's to say that. It, so that's the thing. I probably would not get in another relationship again. I'll okay. probably just sit there and date, and that's it. But as far as like being in a committed relationship, is it is it is it about is it when it comes to women? Is it timing? No, that's nothing to do with timing. Like when it, okay, and I, and I ask this question when I say when I say timing, right? When when women get out of relationships uh-huh. from. From however long they could have been three four five years whatever the case mm-hmm. may be is it timing when they go on to the next one or, or, or is it timing when they when they decide to open up if they choose to to the next individual and so there's no timing it's just like if it, it happens, happens it, happens, it happens, happens yeah okay but then don't you have some females who say you know what okay this is going this way about this time i can possibly try probably i don't, I don't think so Okay. I think that if it just happens, it happens. You can't put a timing on that. Okay. I I mean I I, I agree that everything doesn't you can't put it. Can you say because my ex took advantage of the fact that I was being too nice and kept doing even though he wasn't. Okay. But did you realize? So this goes to you, smooth training. Did you realize at any point? How long? When did you realize that? Is it? The first time, the second time that it happened, like when did you realize that? And did you did you just turn? Did you? I can't say turn a blind eye, but what what made you continue to do it? Whether when you knew that this was was going on, like if you knew he was doing that, when did you realize that you had enough, or when did you realize that he was either taking advantage or whatever the case may be? When did you realize that? Is it at the first the first situation, the second situation, the third? I don't know how many times it has happened. I'm, I'm just making up numbers. But when did you realize that? So I think I think what happens in situations that we come in, we come into situations where there are traumas and there are pain that we all go through. We we mask we mask our situations because we don't want we we want to find love. We want to find someone that will love us the way that we feel that we want to be loved, whether it's a man or a woman. But I think that when we don't make the appropriate decisions and we go based on, I say, the knee-jerk reaction, because a lot of people don't want to be lonely. There are a lot of women out here, a lot of men out here who are in relationships because they don't want to be lonely. I think that's the worst thing to do is be in a situation because you don't want to be lonely. Because I think when you when you when you have time to be alone, you have time to find yourself. I think that's the best thing a lot of people can do is be alone to find themselves. Yeah, I've been there, done that. I was alone for about two and a half, three years. Mm-hmm. Found myself. Um, never been in love until my previous relationship. Okay. And it's like, damn, I've been through previous relationships, never was in love. So it was easy for me to walk away from those so relationships. So said, when we was three years deep and little things he did and showed me that he didn't care, that he didn't care at all and it was me doing it all. It happens. Uh, you, you were saying your story. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I said um, I was in previous relationships before and it was easy mm-hmm. for me to walk away. It was easy because I didn't love the person who I was with. Let me rephrase that. I wasn't in love with the person I was with. 
I loved them, but I wasn't in love with them until my ex that I ended up falling in love with him. And I think he's the one that hurt me the most out of all of them. And I guess it's because I was in love with him. So because you, so because you opened yourself up to, to him. So you loved other individuals, but, but you I didn't. Was never in but love. you never opened up to right. those individuals. Exactly. Okay. And so what made so? How did you know the difference if you never? Because I'm, I'm curious. Of, because of how I felt when I was around him, I always wanted to be around him. Um, he made me. He made me feel complete. Mm-hmm. So I, I always felt like something was missing in every relationship I was with, and I didn't know what it was. With my ex, I felt complete. I felt like we was one. We was a whole. So it was like he was my best friend on top of being my best friend. He was my lover. On top of being my lover, he was my man. Okay. Like, I seen a future with him. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I never, never, ever brought any kids, I mean, any <laughs> men, <laughs> any <laughs> men around my, my children. My children never met anybody I was dating, but they met my ex and to this day they still look at my ex like he's a father figure to them but you know things happen okay so you know and it's sad because it's like when you go through a breakup and there's children involved the children suffer too and why you say that because they do because the whole dynamic changes so the kids go from seeing somebody Mm -hmm. all the time and looking at this person as a father figure Mm -hmm. to not seeing this person at all Okay. And this person not looking for them, not calling them. So they're like, so they end up feeling like, what did they do wrong? You get what I'm saying? Okay. It's like, what did they do wrong? Like, you know, what did we do so wrong? You, so you say that children take on. Yes. This is what I'm saying. Kids, you don't have to sit there and tell children anything. Children will sit there and see and know. So this is you saying in regards to the first situation yeah. that we brought up. It, they would know. I didn't have to go and tell my kids that me and my partner separated Mm -hmm. they kind of just knew because the phone call stopped he stopped coming around so it was like what did we do we ain't do nothing to him but why do you feel i'm confused on adult situations or adult situations and and from my understanding right but how do children take on that to say that because if they're missing if they're missing something so say in other words like if their biological father is not around okay now this person stepped in and took that role Mm -hmm. you understand what i'm saying they didn't ask for that person to come in and take that role that person chose to come in and take that role okay but when that person walked out that person didn't care what kind of damage and effect it was going to do to the kids this is what i'm saying and this goes out to like every woman out there if you're a single mother and you have children and you get in a relationship just don't bring anybody around your children because you don't want your children to get adapted and attached to somebody because when that individual leaves, they have no ties, no responsibility to your children. So they could keep it moving. Mm-hmm. And your children are the ones that sit there and end up suffering. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, why? And then my mistake, I'm not going to say it was a mistake. I'm not going to say it was a mistake. But I forgave my ex. He came back in and then he walked out again. So it's like, it was two times in a row. So it's like, I have to sit there and be like, damn, now as a mother, what am I doing wrong? Okay. Because now they're feeling a certain kind of way. They're hurt. And then I feel like I did that. Okay. By allowing him to come back. But when I allowed him to come back, I thought he was coming back for good. And, you know, God had other plans. So. So. If you had to, under, if you had to understand, like, where 
We all make mistakes in life, mm-hmm. right? We, we and and that's the thing I think a lot of people don't understand is that you're human, right? You're gonna make mistakes. Life is life is a learning curve. Whether you whether you figure you got all your shit together, you figure oh okay I I got this down pat. I got I'm in a I'm in a better relationship now than than the one in the past. We all make mistakes. Right. We, there's something about the human reaction that we all make mistakes that can that can hurt excuse me that can hurt us at some point where we tend to react because of things that we have been through whether it's personal whether it's from previous relationships we all find ways to react to something that has caught us off guard and we have to always figure out I say that we're human our emotions and everything that we go through are are, are, are just do because we are human. Right. You can't fault a person for feeling a, a certain way because of something they have went through in their past. You, you expect a person to heal from whatever situation they went through in their past, but who? there's no particular timeline to say, oh, you have to get over it now, or, you know, then don't be in a relationship if you can't get over it. Right. Who, who's to say that? You're right. You know what I'm saying? Because to each his own, something that, that may affect you one way may not affect the next woman the same way. Yeah, absolutely. You know, what may affect me as a man may not affect the next man the same way. We all react differently. differently. Yeah. Everybody responds to heartbreak differently. differently. Some people will get over it with their next day. Like, you know what? It is what it is. And the next day or the next couple of weeks, they out doing their thing. It's, it's nothing to them. You got some that sit at home with, with the, the R&B love songs, <laughs> playing the R&B love songs. That's song. me. I, I, playing, like, I relate to R&B. everything with songs. There was a question that was brought up to me, so maybe you might have the answer for it. Because mm-hmm. um, the answer I gave, I think I sounded a little bit too harsh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, somebody had asked me, when you currently break up with somebody, but you have to see this person on a in, like on a day to day basis, how do you get over that person? Yeah, it was brought to me. So my response to them was, don't be around that person no more cut off all communication until you completely get over that person. And they said they couldn't. So what's your response to that? I don't know. I'm be honest, I've never been in that situation. So honestly, I can't answer that situation. I can't even give you a response for that. I I told them as a woman, it's hard. I don't know. You see, as I'm like, that's why I'm asking you from a male's point of view, because as a woman, it's hard. Like I told, her, it's going to be hard because you got to see this person all the time. So it's going to be harder for you to get over your feelings for that person because you have to be around that person. Mm-hmm. I was like, the only way I know on how to get over stuff is just cutting off all communication. I don't I don't know how to answer that question. So I've never been in that situation. Trini so. says she agrees with what you said, Ms. B. Yeah. Thank you. I was trying to get a male point of view. There's any males out there? Because Mr. King don't have the answer to that. No, actually, I don't. So, so, is there any male out there that could actually answer that, so I could give her that information? I'm, I mean, you you have to find one because I don't I don't have an answer for that kind of thing. I'm not saying because you never been through it, but I know that you could sit there and have answers. No, I can't answer something that I, I have never been in because or I can relate to. All right. So I can't relate to that. So because I can't relate to it, I I never been through that. Okay. Um, I can't give uh, an answer a valid that. answer on that. Okay. Sorry, that's can't do that. But 
So we have a, I have a I have a I have a question, right? <laughs> this question goes out for parenting, because I've seen some weird things that goes on, and I've seen a lot of parents who, like I, I think the way people parent their children today, mm-hmm. they need to take a page out of our parents' book, because some children y'all don't need to take a page out of my mom's book. No, because some children need to ask. Well, why you say that? Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry. You made it seem like your mother was like abusive. No, my mama wasn't abusive. Oh, no, my mama sheesh. wasn't abusive. My mama was no, she wasn't abusive. My grandmother, on the other hand, she's our old school Puerto Rican. Uh-uh. That if she has pots in her hands and a broomstick, she coming at you. But see, the thing is, back then, that was an actual ass whooping. To this day, that shit is a fucking actual. But to but to the, today, mm-hmm. that's child abuse, and I don't, I never understood that. Like back then, that that should have been called child abuse down to the T. It should have. But at the end of the day, you whoop your child in any facet, they have so much power to say they're being abused. Mm-hmm. And, I, and, I, and don't get me wrong, there are some some parents out there who can't handle children. And yes, they are physically abusing their children. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. But the ones that actually are doing old school ass whooping that's just what it is mm-hmm. that's not child abuse it's not but, but what get what what changed over the years that's what I, 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 I i'm trying to understand that because i was in i was in the store yesterday and this little boy told his mother shut the f up the little boy had to be no older than i say 11. Mm-hmm. and he looked at his mother she told him he couldn't have something and he told her to shut the f up and she said, she stood there, gripped him by his jacket, and someone butt in and said, "Don't you do that." Somebody else. Somebody else bumped in, like butt, like butt into the conversation mm-hmm. and said, "Don't you do that to him." Right? The person was, was a random stranger. So in my head, I'm like, that child needed his holy his holy soul whooped out of him. But people find that to be okay. Because they look at the parent and say, well, the parent is about to harm this child. And it's not. It's just not. So that's what I'm saying. What changed from the time when we were kids, mm-hmm. when our parents were raising us, to the way parents are raising children today and how people are quick to... And I get for the things that's going on in, in society where children are being abused. I get that. Right. But we, we're talking about the kids that are being outright disrespectful, playing out, period. Mm-hmm. Defiant, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. There's a certain, there's a certain way of punishment. There's a certain way of, you know, I, I'll say putting the, as they say, put the paddle to the kid's ass. There's, there's a certain way that you discipline your children without physically, like all out war. You like you fight a person in the street. There's a certain way you discipline your child. Right. But I think that the society has changed that dynamic so much that people are afraid to discipline their children. You're right. Because they say, no, I'm not going to jail for you or whatever the case may be, because they put it now where we have, it's, it's an obligation that we whoop our children, we don't want to jail. Yeah, that's true. So what changed? Kids dying? That's what changed. There was parents that took it to a certain extent, and they would sit there and beat their kids and kill their kids. That's why there's a lot of ACS cases out there. I, so... 
there's a certain way to discipline and there's a certain way that people take abuse of it. Mm-hmm. So that's what happened. A lot of people abused it. Because you can't even use a belt no more to whoop your child from, from what no, I heard. you can't. You can't and you can't hit open hand. It has to be, what is it? You can't you can't hit open hand. It has to be closed hand or you can't hit closed hands. It has to be, you can't hit closed hands. It has to be open hand. You can't sit there and hit across the face. You can't hit in the middle of the chest. If you're going to open hand hit, it has to be on the thigh or it has to be on the butt. That's it. So you're trying to tell me if your kid 12, 13, 14 years old. You have to hit them. On the like, like, like they you too? Yeah, you can't do anything. What like the? F- Man, and listen. If you're going to hit, you can't mark. If you mark, then you're going to jail. This is crazy. And like I said, I, I understand. Don't get me wrong. I do understand. But in the same situation, where does that protect the parent? It doesn't because the law is not to protect the parent, the law is to protect the kids. So if you, but then, but then it's a contradiction. Why you say that? Because here you go. If you have an unruly kid, right, mm-hmm. that you have no control over, right, mm-hmm. they they're quick to tell you that you are unfit parent because you have no control of this kid. Mm-hmm. But if you discipline this kid like you like you like you supposed to and mm-hmm. you want to, now you're abusing this kid. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like it's kind of like it's kind of backwards to me. So I'm an unfit parent if I'm letting my child be a destruction and a goddamn terror. But then when I want to whoop him or her ass, I can't do so because I'm going to go to jail. Mm, yeah, sounds about right. It's, it's, it's kind of backwards. Sounds about right. I, 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 don't, I don't get that. You're not going to get it, though. If, you're I, not work, if you don't work for it, you're not going to get it. As I say like this, if listen, I don't believe in timeouts. <laughs> I don't believe in timeouts. I don't believe in putting your kid in the corner and saying, timeout to me. I don't believe in all that shit. I, I don't. It works for my dog. Huh? It works for my dog. Because it's a dog. We're talking about a human being. You <laughs> said a dog. You put your dog in the corner? Put my dog in the cage. It'd be like, time out. <laughs> oh, shit. Cru- cruelty to animals. She is loved. She is happy. Cruelty to animals. Never that. I'm, I'm, I'm an animal lover. Never that. But I say this. <laughs> don't listen to anything Marcus King is saying when it comes to that. <laughs> oh, you got somebody knocking on my damn door. Oh, the ASPCA? Yeah, I'm going to send them to you. Nah. He's doing that. But listen, people, I understand life and times are hard, but look, I'm not telling you, because you, you I see a lot of these kids out here who are just running rampant, who are like out here cursing when they pants off the. I, I mean, it's just, it's ridiculous. You have to now get a hold. Uh, Sunshine eighty nine fifty nine said different times and different generations. But okay, I, okay, I understand that. But when you say it's different times, and different generations, what happened within that generational gap that missed? Because something had to miss. Because I would say, from I would say from my mom's era to my mom raising me, it went it, it went hand in hand. The discipline era went hand in hand. So what happened? What what was missing from from when we had to kids, have children? A lot of kids were dying. But that wasn't happening back in the. It wasn't back in the eighties. Now you had young mothers having young like young mothers having babies. So it was babies having babies. They didn't know how to be parents. Then you have some that are in certain situations. Mental health plays a big part of it as well. So. Okay, because I'm like, there's something that had to be missing. Like, 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 like um, Sunshine 8959 said, 8959 said, 
the generational gap, right? Mm -hmm. So there has been something that was missing within that time frame that was not caught to mm -hmm. say, okay, at this point now, we we you know we're gonna raise kids differently this way. Mm -hmm. We're gonna be these type of parents. You know, I couldn't I couldn't say at 10, 12, 13 years old, I, I was my mother's friend. I, like, I couldn't even have a conversation like that with my mother when I was that age. You it's like you only spoken, you only speak when you're spoken to. Mm -hmm. that's, that's, that, that's not how it is today. No, it's not. These these kids today feel they're more opinionated at at their age than a little bit. Like mm -hmm. they have, they, they feel because they have, they have a voice, a right. Mm -hmm. You didn't have a right. When I was, when I was, but that, there's some parents have fought in that too, because some parents will sit there and be like, they want to have that relationship with their kids. So because you want to have that relationship with your children, mm -hmm. that's what ends up happening. Well, you can you can have you can have but that relationship with that with know, your kid. But some kids don't know how to separate between when mom or dad is being a certain way, like they're being our um, friend. Oh, Kag said, I'm old school. I used to give a look and that's it. Never touch my child. But she respected and she knew authority. Okay. So that's, that's, that's true. It's the old school. You get your child a look back in the day. When you call your child by their first their whole name, they knew they were in trouble. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, what's next? You can't do that today. Kids look at you like, okay, what you call me for? Or they, they have this aggressive way where like, they want to be. They want to test the waters. You're right. And I'm like, absolutely right. Huh? I say you're right. It's like there's no way that you want to let a, a court system or outsiders dictate how you raise your child in your household. But a lot, a lot of people do. A lot of people feel that that's the way that they have to be because when the kids go to school, they can they can say this, and the kids go outside of the yeah. house, they can do it. The majority of the kids they do do that. Listen. Your kid, listen, your kid get in trouble, whoop his ass. Whoop him. Do not listen to my whoop him. King, please. Listen, whoop, whoop him. He's off today. Don't whoop listen to him. Don't. Kids need, listen, you, 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 listen, you might as well, you, got, you, got, you, have, you have to discipline your children. I'm not saying brutally beat the hell out of your kid, but they, some kids need an ass whooping. They do. Some of them need it because some of them need it. It's called act right. They need some act right. Because how you gonna say and Tad tell me that you got little kids anywhere from eleven up out on on a, on, a, on a train bus or in public disrespecting somebody an elder that that didn't go on back then. No, that didn't. You didn't walk around the street and you, and, and you got to say, oh f this f that. I know I suck my. Da -da -da. You didn't hear that. No, you didn't. Because that that neighbor or whoever heard you was gonna whoop your behind. Then sunshine eighty nine fifty nine said the old saying. It takes a village to raise a child, and in today's society, they don't have that village. Exactly, I and I agree with you that that neighbor back then was going to whoop you. Then tell your mother, or your father, and you're going to you you're going to get it again. Right. So at the same time, you you knew what not to do outside the street. You knew you shouldn't be outside cussing, acting up, acting a fool. You had you had respect. Your parents will tell you when you were at this house, you are a reflection of me. Mm -hmm. So you better act like you got some sense. You know what I'm saying? These kids now are like they, they're the parent. And you got parents that's afraid of these children. And I call them children. They're afraid of them. You're right. There's no way in hell to be afraid of my kids. You 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 smoking crack. There's You're no right. way. There's no way. But 
we we have to say we, we, can't, we can't tell people how to parent their children. We can't tell you how to make any suggestion on what to do. We just have to hope that we all are doing the best that we can by our children in any form or fashion. Because I, being a parent is not the easiest thing to do. It's not. Because times have changed. We have a lot more things that go on, like social media. We didn't, our kids have more resources than we had. They have more outlets, you know, they're more into technology, they're more into the social media world, things of that caliber. We didn't have that. We we were actually kids back in the day. You know what I'm saying? You don't see little girls outside no more playing double dutch or things like that. You don't see you know, boys outside, you know, being kids and not being hanging on the street corner want to be acting like want to be gangsters and thugs. It's like you don't see that no more. You know what I'm saying? Um, just like the recent events that happened in Harlem with the young lady who um who got bit in the face like because he she she declined a dude from talking to her yeah you know what i'm saying things like that is is is, is reprehensible like how you get mad as a female turn to them like the way the way society has turned and it, it has turned and is turning mm-hmm. it's not getting any better it's not it, it's getting worse by the minute and we have to now make a decision on what what makes sense like Rejection is, is one thing, but men, y'all out here putting y'all, y'all out here beating up women. Like when? When did that become okay? When did when did when did that become the new trend? Because oh she don't oh she thinks she bad she don't like me. It, that that rejection hits your pride that hard that you gotta go and and it was it's not just one person it's it's the group of guys that's together now y'all physically assaulting a woman like because they're not guys. What the, what the hell are they? Bitches. Excuse oh. French. Well, I mean, like, it, it, <laughs> I it, it just doesn't make sense that we in this day and time that it has to come to stuff like this. It just doesn't make sense. You're right. And that and that's what we all have to understand. We have to start having appreciation. I say it every time I say so. We have to have appreciation for life. Because when it's all said and done, you, you don't get no do-overs. You don't get none. You don't. It's only you get one life. God gives you one life to make any mistake you make. He gives you one life to to love the way you love. He gives you one life to accomplish whatever you need to accomplish. He gives you one life at one chance at it. Mm-hmm. You get one life to do it all. And when it's over, it's over. But don't let it be over because your pride got in the way or your feelings get in the way. Because at the end of the day, you can't take that back. When you take a life, you can't go and say, "Well, I'm sorry. I wish I didn't do it." You did it. Don't, don't, don't let these knee-jerk reactions or these people pump you up to go out there and make and make a fool of yourself or do something that's going to take you away from from your your son, your daughter, your mother, your father, whoever it is. Because just like that person you took away, they have parents and siblings and relatives. You got the same thing. So just because you're not six feet under, two lives are lost. One is six feet under, one's behind jail for the rest of his life. Right. What sense does that make? We got to be more responsible. We got to be more aware of what's going on. We have too much hate in our blood for each other that we don't know how to decipher. Well, we do. We just don't care. I would say that. We, we know better. We just don't care. We, we want to show we the man. And I think like this, listen, you're not, you're not the man in that situation. 
right. You know what I'm saying? Because as they say, if y'all want to listen, we came from a woman, got a game from a woman. That's a that's a lyric from Tupac. We 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 got a name from a woman. We came from a woman, and we got a game from her as well. Because as they say, for men, we call us mama's boys. So we learn how to love from our mothers, that nurturing feeling. So our, our parents, our mothers didn't raise us to be savages and and, and, and barbarians. They didn't raise us that way. So wherever y'all getting it from or how to emulate this, y'all gotta take, have, a, have a seat and have a good reality check, man, because it's not the path to go down. It's not. And with that being said, like, I just don't. I just don't know. I don't know what else to tell these ignorant so and sos. I don't. But you want to tell them anything? No, you said it all. You're on the road tonight, so I'm letting you rock. <laughs> Where's Wade be at? I need my partner back. Huh? I said I need my partner back. Where he at? Why? Cause like today you just like it's like you're running the show. So I'm sitting here and I'm like, my, my nah. My it's not that I'm running. I'm not running. It's the fact that these these topics. These topics that we that we pick, it's like they. I don't know. They, I guess because I've seen so much on, on on TV and the news lately, that it's been it's been it's been frustrating me all week. So you wait to now, huh? You wait to now to speak about it. And... Well, we had a show, so I had I had to let our fans know how I felt. Okay, go ahead, um... <laughs> You got another forty five minutes to go. Nah, I mean we. Go ahead. You 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 got this. No, <laughs> you got you got this. Listen, you can't put the battery on my back. It, does, it don't work this. that way. You got this. But like I said, man, it it, it it's just the way life is going, and we got we, we got to do better, man. We got to do better. We got children that's looking up to us, and we got children who who look up to these actors, rappers, whatever the case may be. Listen, some of the the things that they do ain't real. The lives that they they portray ain't real. They ain't these half these rappers ain't real gangbangers, none of that stuff at all. So stop trying to follow them, stop trying to emulate them. Be yourself. Try to figure out how to be the next doctor or come up with the next creation. You know what I'm saying? Be the next scientist or something. Do something creative. Because at the end of the day, being the next dope boy ain't gonna get you nowhere. And being that being that drug dealer. You can't be a kingpin. This ain't this ain't back in the day. It's over. That lifestyle is over. Go find a different way to get the bag, as they say. They're trying to get a bag or whatever the case may be. Find a different way. Find find different sources of income to help you out. Um, and you'll have a different vision, a different view, on, a different perspective on life. And that's just my personal take on it. That we all have that situation and that that vibe where, as a whole, we would never be any good. We won't. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's something. You're right. Ha ha he he. Very funny. But like I said, we've come to a point where we're reaching the end of our show. Yes, we have reached the end of our show because normally, like I said, we don't do shows on Fridays. But I said we always tell our fans to give them a show because of the fact we had to reschedule due to the snowstorm. And, you know, I just, I felt like you guys. So we're oh, not extending it to sun? No. We're giving them because we have a, we have a, a, 
an action-packed show tomorrow. It's our pre-Valentine's Day show tomorrow. And I, guys, I want you guys to tune in tomorrow because we have R&B sensation Rel Cox in the building tomorrow, who is going to perform not just one, but two, maybe three, of his records, of his latest EP that he has, um, Sex Playlist, or his other album called Love Inspired, and his newest single called, you know, The Pussy Is Mine. Go check him out on Instagram at Rel Cox, that's R-E-L-R-E-L-L-C-O-X. Go check him out. Definitely a dope artist. He will be here tomorrow. And he's going to, we're, going, we're going to interview him as well. And we're going to see him perform live right here on our Instagram. We have other things that we have planned for the month of February, guys. You got to stay tuned for it because you know what's coming up. It's Miss B segment. <laughs> Ladies Night Part 2. And this one here is it's not just a typical ladies' night. So, God tell me what ladies' night is going to be about. It's a secret. No, 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 no. Give them some kind of mm, insight. It's a secret. Just don't miss out. February 21st. Oh? Well, I have no idea what that one's about. He's not going to know. So, why can't I know? Ladies' thing. That's some, that's some, see, sexy, sexist. The men can't know what's going on. That's see, it's a shame. But, but we also have um, the Gentleman's Code, which is the 27th of February. And we have something for the teens, which is Teen Night, February 28th. So, and we're going to sit down with teens of all ages um, and just get an insight on what they feel on how life is going. With, you know, with the pandemic, remote learning, the pressures of being a teen in today's society. Smooth Trini says she wants to know. Girl, I got you. After the show, I'll let you know. What kind of bullshit is this? You got my number. Call me. What kind of hot, um, hotline bling is this? i let you rock throughout the whole show, okay? Well, shit. All right? Cause you made this a Marcus King show today. Actually, I didn't. I mean, so I got you, Smooth Chinny. Let me touch you if you on. I'm gonna call you. Uh, anyway, so as we get to the point where we do our closing remarks of our show, all I'm gonna do is I'm gonna say this. Um, just keep it short, keep it sweet. Love life, respect life, and. Live to live each day as if it's live each day and live it to the fullest. I would say that because you only got one life to live, Miss B. I'm gonna give you the same thing I give you all the time tell the people that you love that you love them while they're alive and not when they're gone, and just be positive. So, as you already know, how I say it. This your boy Marcus King. This is my show, Let's Talk Ish. Cause can't nobody talk this the way I talk ish. Cause I do what I do, baby. I see what we see. You see tomorrow. Listen, I need everybody to wear something. If you want to be on, just be close with us and wear something red and white for Valentine's Day. We love you.